Welcome to the Side Business Launch and Grow Podcast, where you get actionable ideas, tips, and online marketing knowledge to start or grow a side business or blog. Even if you work full-time or you're a busy stay-at-home parent, you can do this. Now, your host, Flavio Nelson. What's up? What's up? Flavio here. Welcome to Side Business Launch and Thrive, where each episode we talk about basically launching a side hustle that can bloom into a nice business for yourself, or we also talk about growing an existing one and along the way giving you ideas, much like the last episode with some ideas on being an insurance agent or real estate agent on your off time as a side hustle. But for today's episode, we're going to dive into uh, Facebook and in particular, particular on building a Facebook page from scratch. Now, I hear all the time that Facebook is dead and ever since years ago when they changed their algorithm and the reach is much lower that it's no longer worth having a Facebook presence and I don't know that I agree with all of that. Now, of course, it really depends on your niche, on your business or topic and you need to find out is your audience on Facebook. That's the most important thing to find out because if your audience is not on Facebook, then all those things might be correct in meaning that it's not the right platform for you. So as an example, if you go to Audience Insights and that's on your business manager, if you go to Audience Insights and you look up the type of audience you're looking for right there, and that will give you a very good understanding if your demographics is on Facebook or not. So as an example, if I'm looking up, let's say 20 something year old male or female that are into fitness, then I might want to look on Instagram instead. Just something tells me they're going to be a lot more abundant there just based on what I know. But if I want to confirm that, I would go to Facebook and look up that demographic and see what it looks like. What types of pages do they like? What kind of volume is there and and whatnot? So that way I can see if my audience is there. But if you're pretty confident that your audience is on Facebook, then the answer is yes, it's very worth building up a nice page on Facebook. Now, before we dive into a little bit about how to build that Facebook page from nothing, basically, let's start with why you need a Facebook page, because a lot of brands these days or a lot of people are looking to just Facebook groups. And I also get asked all the time by a lot of clients, you know, what's the difference? Do I need a group? Do I need a page? So uh, let me get into that first. So the Facebook page, think of it as like your front of your house. It's like curb appeal. So basically, as a guest comes to your house or something, that's the first thing they see. It gives it that nice curb appeal, looks nice and everything like that. But you don't typically have a cookout or have an in-ground pool or play with your kids or something in the front yard. No, all of that happens in the backyard. So the backyard would be more like a Facebook group. And the Facebook group, that's where kind of more in-depth conversations can happen about a topic. So to give you an, an idea of that, let's say I have a fitness type thing I'm, I'm looking at or health or really doesn't matter, but fitness or health typically does pretty well with this. But let's say I have a, a page where I'm trying to attract people to my brand. That's fine. I can post a lot of content, get a lot of followers and whatnot, but to really get a little more intimate and in more in-depth about specific recipes or workout scenarios or success stories and people sharing some of their pictures, especially if we're talking fitness, you know, and sharing that in, in public might, some people may not want to do that. But in a group, you can have all that and share all that a lot easier than you can a page. So again, back to the analogy, just think of it like a backyard that's more like a 
hangout that's a little more intimate, that's a little more in-depth. You get to ask questions. You know people at the cookout, and you can talk to them in more detail than you would somebody just showing up. I always say it's kind of like a salesman showing up at your front door trying to sell something. That person doesn't get an invite to the backyard. You know, They're just in the front yard. They're making a quick pitch or something. There's no in-depth conversation and there's no intimacy there. It's just something quick. Now, with that being said, the Facebook, so they both have their purpose, but with a Facebook page, you can run ads, whereas you cannot do that in a group. And also it is, again, it's just kind of your brand. It's, it's really what people see because the public can see it. Anybody that's on Facebook can see it as opposed to a group typically is closed and only members of that group can see it. Unless of course you have a public group, which I would not suggest unless it's maybe in the very beginning and it depends on the topic, but we'll have another episode about groups. I want to make this more about the pages. So now that we understand the difference and why we probably need both for a lot of topics or niches, and in some cases, maybe you don't. If you have the type of brand where you really don't need a more in-depth conversation or you don't think people are going to rally around having that community there, then maybe a group is not necessary and you can have just a page and just drive traffic to it and ads and products and things like that. So for a Facebook page, first step is to make sure that it looks very professional right off the get-go. The number one mistake that people do. It's similar to websites. They just want to launch a website that they rush into it and they click launch and it looks awful. The pictures are terrible. The copy is terrible. The fonts are terrible. The background, you name it, everything. And with a Facebook page, it's sort of the same thing. You need to make sure you have a very good optimized logo or profile picture set up. You need to make sure that you have a very good cover photo professionally done. Unless you're good at doing art, then that's fine. You can create it, but make sure it's very, very well done. Make sure it looks good on both mobile as well as desktop. That's the other thing. Make sure it's optimized for both. So that typically that means that the images and everything you're using typically do best when they're centered. If not, the edges kind of get cut off on mobile. And also make sure that your about section is filled out completely. When the business started, the website, the email that they can contact, all those things just kind of builds credibility, not only for customers, but also for Facebook as well. So Facebook does look at all that and their algorithm and, and kind of promote to the top in search results some of the pages that are a little more credible, same way that Google does with websites and websites that are have a nice site map and have tons of other information on there and they're not vague, they typically get a boost in the rankings just like Facebook pages do as well. So make sure you have all of that done. Now, once you have done all that, you have a nice, nicely optimized, you're in step two. Step two is to start getting some content to that page. So without content, you can't really get followers. And I have a lot of clients that come to me they just set up the page or perhaps I set up the page for them and now they're ready to start spending a bunch of money or time and getting followers. Problem is no one wants to follow yet because there's no content. We're kind of putting the cart before the horse. What am I going to follow if there's no content? So imagine following a YouTube channel that has no content on it. If it's just starting out and there's a promise to have a certain type of content, you're going to follow it. But with static information that's a little bit different. It's kind of like blogs. Typically, that's why they say you should launch with at least 10 blog posts because it, it shows people that there's already content there and it's going to come out. But if I come across a website that has only one blog post or two, I'm not really likely to bookmark that and keep coming back because I'm just not sure is there going to be more information coming out in the future. So Facebook, same way. So as soon as you create that, you have a fully optimized, great images, start putting some content out there. I get it. You don't have any followers 
followers yet, doesn't matter. Start putting it out there as if you do. And I'll get into step three, which is what types of content, but start putting some relevant content out there. Okay. Which brings us to step three, which is which type of content do we want to share? So in the beginning, you want to share photos, you want to share memes, you want to share quotes, basically anything that can hopefully keep people on the platform. Stay away from any outbound links in the very beginning. Reason being, those do very, very bad. Facebook really likes to keep people on their platform, as do all the other social media channels. So they really don't promote or give you a very good reach organically if you are posting tons of links. And I see a lot of people doing this when they first get a page going. They start posting all kinds of links to industry articles or something similar to their topic or niche and they think they're doing a good job but the problem is nobody is going to see that because the reach is going to be terrible on it so what you need to do is you need to share in the beginning some photos you need to share some images some quotes memes do very well and uh, again all of this depends on your niche so maybe it needs to be tasteful memes maybe it can be funny ones it really depends on what you're doing so all these things once that reach gets up there engagement then you can start branching out into links and things like that in terms of content is concerned, I typically stick to the 80-20 rule or pretty close to it, sometimes 70, meaning 70 to 80% of the content is relevant to what that audience likes. The other 20 to 30% is promotional for me. Okay. So that brings me to the next point I want to make is do not litter the Facebook page with just your products or services. I see this all the time and it makes me cringe. I visit a Facebook page and I literally see nothing but their product up and down their feed. And then when we get to the last step of trying to get followers, that's going to make it very hard because if you get to a Facebook page and all you see, now I do print on demand, of course, shirts and mugs and things like that. So in my case, I've seen some other competitors or just doing research and seeing other pages or clients of mine and where I'll see just nothing but shirts like post after post after post and no one is buying them. What a surprise because that would be the equivalent of going to the mall or any store and having that sales rep as soon as you walk in asking, can I help you? And you say, well, not right now. And then they still repeatedly for the next 10 minutes, keep asking you, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? That would be very annoying and inappropriate. So think about that for your page as well. That's basically what you're doing. You continuously are putting out product, 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 or here's my service, here's my service over and over again. You don't want to do that. Basically, you want to make sure that you are mixing it up and you're having relevant content that that audience will like. And then you're also having content that will certainly be your products and your own content, whether it's blogging or anything, we'll, we'll get into that afterwards. So basically, just to give you an idea there, let's say you have a pet niche, you have a Facebook page that's aimed at dog lovers or dog owners, and you're selling some sort of FBA product that has to do with pets, or you're selling a print on demand that has to do with pets, uh, really could be anything. Same example, you would not litter that page with nothing but that dog product or similar dog products. What you would do is you would share those photos and memes and quotes and videos and things like that, that a dog owner would relate with and would really enjoy and share. You want it to be highly shareable because the more shares you get, that's 
free exposure that you're getting to other people. So that way, if you have Jane Smith who sees that post that you share, which is like a, a meme uh, that's funny about dogs or a quote or something, and Jane shares that and she has 700 friends on Facebook, you just got exposed to 700 more people from that one share. Think about that. So that one share just exposed you to that many people that they saw that and now they can see below where it was shared from. And many people, they do take a look at that and say, hey, maybe I'm going to like that page because I really liked that meme. So now multiply that times 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 shares. That's how you can get that organic reach exposure. And of course, getting a lot of organic followers. Okay. So now, last but not least, when you start to really dial in your audience and you understand who you're going after, then maybe you can spend a little bit of money on buying some likes. And once you have your content there and you're varying up your content like we're talking about, now you can start to maybe get some likes. I have some brands where I literally pay $1 per day and I get about four to 500 likes per week. And then, well, I'd say about 300 of those are paid. The other 200 are all organic. But that $1 helps me get that kind of ball rolling and everything like that. But it's $1 a day. And no one ever believes me in the industry when I tell them that. But absolutely, it's 100% true. I've shown many people screenshots to show that. But the reason why it works is number one, it's a very good niche. But number two, I've really dialed in on that audience very, very well. So now when that ad is being shown to people to like the page, I know they're very, very likely to like it. It's costing me about three cents per like. It's very, very effective for me. And you can do the same as well, but you need to be very dialed into that audience that you select in that uh, ad. And you need to also create a lookalike audience once you do get a bunch of followers on your page. Because right now it's mainly lookalike audiences on the brands that I'm having the good results with that are doing very well. So get a very good looking page get some content going up there, stay away from links in the beginning, vary up all the posts so that it's not just your products or service. And then after that, start to advertise the page, get some likes and everything like that. And then it's going to get to a point where you don't even need to advertise. So in, in my case, that uh, brand I'm talking about and a couple of pages that are doing well at a dollar or two per day, I have it set to that just because I'm getting very good results. I'd be crazy not to do it, but I don't have to. If I stopped paying that dollar a day, I would still end up getting about 200 follows a week organically just because of all the shares and everything that I'm getting. But I'm just trying to double down on that and, and have a little bit extra uh, push. So there's a lot of options there as to what you can do. But in the beginning, you definitely will need to spend a little bit on ads to kind of get it going. And then after that, you can kind of let off the accelerator and just let the organic reach take over from there. So there's definitely a lot of options, but again, it's going to depend on your niche. So I'll put a link in the show notes to kind of, uh, I have a free blueprint download that kind of goes over a little bit about this strategy here on what I've done and, and a couple of other things as well on growing that Facebook page from scratch. So I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes. You can download it, but you can go to sidebusinesslaunch.com slash Facebook. So if you go to sidebusinesslaunch.com forward slash Facebook, that's an absolutely free download of a blueprint. There's a few more little tips in there that I did not cover in here, such as in the beginning, how I get that social proof with a few posts here and there on boosting it to get some uh, social proof and, and help with getting some extra uh, likes that way also. So there's also a little kind of nice little tip in there that when you do boost a post and get a bunch of likes on it, a nice little way to invite and get a bunch of likes just off of that one post alone. So I highly recommend getting that download so you can take a look at it. Again, at sidebusinesslaunch.com forward slash Facebook. 
that's where you can download it. And hopefully this has been very valuable to you in starting a Facebook from scratch or Facebook page from scratch. And at some other point, we'll get into Facebook groups a little bit more and how that might be right for your brand and how to set that up and optimize a group. So for right now, we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. See you next time.